0: Welcome to Lime Tree Lane, the number one podcast of 2021. How are you doing? Today, today I want to talk about traveling for work and how unglamorous it is. And for everyone who wishes they could travel for work more often, I really don't get it. I have to do it all the time and it's something I do not like. I hate having to spend 24 hours technically at work because if you're traveling for work you're working and you're getting paid for 8 hours but you're 24 hours away from home and away from what you want to do and you're only getting paid your usual 8 hours. Now some might try to say well there are perks to that. You get to stay at a hotel. Well, is it the Ritz-Carlton? No, it's not. I'm sure you have some budget of what you're able to spend on a hotel. And even if it's a decent hotel, it's still not your home. And yes, you get food covered, but how much? Many places have a limit into how much you can actually spend while you're on the road. And I'll tell you, when you are traveling in a new city and you don't know um, the restaurants that are around, or you may not be familiar with the different options, you're gonna eat what's convenient, and what's convenient may not always be cheap. Case in point, if you're gonna eat a meal at the airport, those are usually double the price of what you may usually pay. So you'll quickly run out of your daily allowance, and, uh, of course you're gonna spend extra, maybe your own money to not have to eat Chick-fil-A and McDonald's. But again, that adds up. If you were at home, you have food in your fridge that you would make, and you wouldn't be spending this extra money. And then guess what? While you're on the road, that food in your fridge is going bad. So I don't know if I'm a unique case here, but I really don't think work travel is worth it. Is there anyone out there? That's going to back me up, or am I the only crazy person out here saying this stuff? I just don't, I just don't get it. Like the other day, I was traveling, and I get to my hotel after a long, long day, like five hours flight. I have to get to the airport two hours early, five hours flight. Then another like two hour process from onboarding from the plane and getting to the hotel. That's over nine hours right there. But you know what, before all of that, I was working in the morning to get stuff done. I had meetings, I had calls. So then I go through this nine hour process. And when I land, again, I still have calls and questions and emails. Because I'm in a time zone now that's ahead of my coworkers. So while I should be in bed sleeping, I'm still getting messages from them. Um, so like I was saying, you're not working just simply eight or a few hours on those travel days. Like you're really working the time of two, two full work days in one. But back to the story. So I was traveling. I had been a long day, um, just pouring rain, torrential downpour. Um, I take an Uber and I'm just praying that this thing doesn't crash or there's no accidents. And I'm thinking, why am I putting myself in this dangerous situation? Basically risking my life because of this job. If I was at home with rains that were like pretty much in the storm level and with streets flooding, I wouldn't be out there on the streets. I wouldn't be driving around. But here I am doing it for work and I'm not being compensated extra for it. And should something happen to me out here, they may very well eventually come around and say, well, you know what, we need you at work. If you can't be at work, um, we may need to find someone else. So, you know, there's no loyalties in these jobs to you yet. Here you are putting yourself in dangerous situations. And when I get to the hotel, there's a huge cucaracha cockroach in the living room of this place like I mean a giant massive Brazilian flying hissing cockroach in this hotel and I have two options either I make peace with the fact that the cucaracha is there or at 11 o'clock at night I have to decide to go back out in this pouring rain and find a new hotel. So, of course, I make the choice to sleep with the cucaracha, except I didn't. I contacted Hotel Services, a.k.a. the lady at the front reception, and they promptly removed and disposed of the cucaracha, a.k.a. she came in with a plastic bag around her hand and caught it and threw it in the garbage. little garbage outside my room. I didn't want that thing to sleep in there with me. Yeah, so I had to stay in a room knowing that the Cucaracha's family might still be there and, like, wondering what the hell happened to their aunt. You know, so they might be roaming around all night looking for her, for all I know. But, yeah, I had to stay. It was not glamorous at all. And then the next day, I'm in meetings and I'm flying some more and, Same thing, getting emails at all hours of the day, and then my regular work has to continue. It's just ridiculous then that you have to go back. After all that, you go back to work like nothing had happened. Um, I've worked past jobs where once you traveled, you'd be comped sometime. You're not being comped extra time, but let's say you were Traveling a Saturday and a Sunday, you would be, you know, calm so you didn't come to work Monday and Tuesday. But then there are some jobs that just see that as the regular requirements for the job. And they don't give you any extra time. So if you travel Saturday, Sunday, they expect to have you back at work Monday through Friday. Which is just ridiculous. And I've learned in some cases, illegal. Um, Yes, that's right, because one of those days, if you're working an entire weekend, and I don't know if this is true in all states, but if you're here in the United States, um, look into this, because if you're working Saturday and Sunday, I think you're, and then you'd work the Monday and Friday to Friday the week before, and you're working the Monday to Friday the week after, then I think you're entitled to at least one day's rest. It's Not the two that it should be, but I think you're legally entitled to one day's rest. So, this is one thing I'll always say before you get a new job. I haven't always said this, but I should always say this. Before you get a new job, really look into how many hours you're working. And if you're traveling, don't think of it as, oh my gosh, this is going to be so glamorous. I get to go to all these meet cities. um, Really look at how much time you have in the day to even explore those cities once you're there. It's probably not going to be tons, and think of all the work you'll have piled up and waiting for you, and um, how long your workday is, and really think, is this worth it? It really may not be. Like maybe at a certain age when you're younger, it can be fun. You get to explore new cities, find out about new countries. But I think after a while, it just really wears wears on you and wears you down. and Oh my gosh, let's not. Oh, should I talk about this? Yeah, let's talk about how terrible too just the planes are. You get on these planes. And used to be in the past, you know, people would dress up pretty nice get on a plane, pretty much look like you're going to meet the Queen of France to go on a flight. I'm not saying you still need to be that over the top, but these days, and myself included, we dress pretty bummy for flights, but that's not even the the worst thing. What's just terrible is how now the airlines spend less attention on what the, the cabin looks like. So if I had a dollar for how many times I go into a flight and there's still garbage at my seat or things left behind and you can clearly tell the crew is not cleaning the cabin in between flights. So where someone else just sat and had like swampy bum and shed hair and skin cells and coughed all over their hands and touched up the screen. You are now going to sit there without it being cleaned off. And you are going to sit and breathe in everyone's air in that cabin for the duration of your flight. You might get lucky and not have screaming baby behind you, but you may have a chatty Ken next to you. This happened to me on a recent flight to a guy and he just starts like telling me his life story and I thought you know what buddy I'm not listening to you I'm not indulging you I'm not being polite here I'm just gonna put on my headphones and politely turn I'm not even polite I'm just gonna turn the other way I'm just not listening to you I have zero obligation to listen to you Once we get off this flight, I will not know you. And you are not trying to get to know me or help me with anything. You just want to talk at me with your life story. So I will not let you take my time. And I don't care about how unpleasant it comes across, which actually I really don't think it even does. I am just not letting you steal and snatch up my time on this flight like you are abusing me verbally and abusing my time by going on and on about your life story without us having any real connection so i you can tell these people from a mile away you just see their faces getting eager as you're coming near their seat thinking, oh, are you the one that's going to sit down next to me, or are you the one that's going to sit down next to me? I feel like these people must have, like, sad, depressing lives with no one listening. Jinx! <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think just the whole ordeal with traveling is just too much. I hope Elon Musk just finishes all these different companies he's working on, and gets us moving from point A to point B faster, so you don't have to have these, like, long travels, but then again, maybe you can just look at old school methods, and, like, people can really just have good old fashioned phone calls rather than flying halfway, or all the way around the country to have a meeting, that could have been done over the phone, nothing annoys me more than that, So everybody out there. Am I crazy to think all this stuff? Am I mentally unwell? Am I overthinking this? Or do you agree with me? would well, love to hear your comments. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Lime Tree Lane, number one podcast of 2021. We're getting there.